0: This is Bad Attitudes. Hello, friends and strangers, and welcome to another episode of Bad Attitudes, an uninspiring podcast about disability. I'm your host, Laura. Why do kids get all the attention? This week's supporter shout-out goes to Jennifer Kellogg. Thank you for your support. If you're interested in supporting the podcast, be sure to check out the coffee page at ko-fi.com slash badattitudespod. You can subscribe to one of seven membership tiers for special perks like bonus episodes and the opportunity to guest on an episode. Tiers start at just $2 per month, and your support helps keep the pod running. For those of you subscribed to the Wise Guys tier or above, I recently added several book reviews for you to check out. If you like books and like learning what other people think about books, that's the tier for you. If subscribing isn't for you, you can also make one-time donations through Coffee, and each donation will be shouted out in a future episode. But there is no pressure to subscribe or donate. Sharing and interacting with the podcast is incredibly helpful. The best way to grow the podcast and our community is through word of mouth. So, if you like this episode, be sure to share it with your friends. Leaving a rating or review on your favorite podcast platform also really helps me out. For questions, comments, or ideas, email badattitudespod at gmail.com or reach out through social media. Follow @badattitudespod on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. As always, I want to remind you that disability is not a monolith. My experience as a disabled person is going to be different from the experiences of other disabled people. I am one voice for the disabled community, but I am not the only voice. You know what pisses me off? If you said everything... You're not wrong. But specifically for this episode, you know what pisses me off? The way society insists that disabled or ill kids are more valuable than disabled or ill adults. Think about it. Places like Shriners Hospitals and St. Jude Hospitals serve families with disabled or sick kids without charging families. Patients get expensive treatments and medical equipment at no cost. I know of no comparable service for adults, despite the fact that adults are just as likely to become disabled or ill as children. Despite the fact that these costs can be incredibly detrimental to families with adult patients, maybe even more so because that patient is likely to be responsible for at least part of their family's income. So if that patient can no longer work, their family not only becomes responsible for massive medical bills, but they also lose a significant portion of their income. So why isn't there a hospital or organization that makes it possible for families to receive medical care for an adult patient? Why, when we turn 18, do we suddenly become disposable? Another example, Make-A-Wish. The cutoff for Make-A-Wish is 18. Never mind that people over 18 who receive a diagnosis or become disabled might also have bucket list items they might like the opportunity to check off. But it's not just charities that seem to only focus on the youngest among us. Most of the research done on my own condition, osteogenesis imperfecta, is done on children, with very little information about adults with OI. I already knew this to be true, but it was reiterated to me by a doctor I saw a few years ago who said the same thing all the research is about kids with oi if you spent a lot of time in the hospital as a child and then spent time in a hospital as an adult you probably also notice the major discrepancies between the pediatric ward and the adult wards it is night and day when you're on the peds ward you have the opportunity to play video games celebrities come to visit you the colors are bright Toys are available. Everyone makes the most effort to make sure you're comfortable. When you switch over to the adult ward, it's basically death. It's horribly depressing. Keeping patients in a positive mindset drops way down on the list of priorities. I know we don't want patients to get super comfortable in the hospital. People tend to recover better at home anyway. But are we actively trying to drive their mental well-being into the ground? When I ask why I'm not being rhetorical, I would really like an answer as to why society, particularly American society, doesn't give more consideration to adults with illness or disability. I racked my brain trying to come up with some organization that serves adults in this way, and the only one I could think of is Wounded Warrior Project, which exclusively serves military veterans. I could have done more research to see if I could find any organizations who serve adults the way these others serve children, and maybe I should have. But I shouldn't have to. The organizations mentioned, Shriners, St. Jude, and Make-A-Wish, are incredibly well-known. Any organizations that serve adults in the same way should be equally well known. So, do I just happen to live under a very specific rock? Do organizations exist that serve adult patients the way these organizations serve child patients? To be clear, I think these organizations serve a great purpose and they are very needed. I don't want to take anything away from the families they serve. Parents with an ill or disabled child shouldn't also have to worry about how they're going to pay for their child's medical care. But those issues are often compounded when the patient is an adult. I think more than anything, this is yet another indictment of the American health care system. Our health care system is so outrageously priced that families have to rely on the donations of strangers to pay for their children's medical care. These organizations can't possibly care for every sick or disabled child. So what do those families do when they don't meet the criteria? Of all first world nations, I feel like America is the only one in which it benefits a family more if their sick family member dies rather than gets treatment. If we are going to provide families with ill or disabled children this kind of assistance when their loved one is going through treatment... Shouldn't we at least be trying to do the same for families with adults going through treatment? Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next one.